Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Everywhere, let's pray. Before we receive the word of God, I want you to pray for yourself and ask God himself to speak to you. Ask God himself to speak to you. You've not come to listen to a man. You've not come to... You've come to hear from God himself. So ask God to speak to you. Lift your voice. Just pray wherever you are. Ask God to speak to you. Holy Spirit, speak to us. Lord Jesus, speak to us. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. Speak to us, Lord. Speak through your word. Speak to us in the name of Jesus. Mandolobos, kepandolaba, rapandalaba. Ripando lobos, kemando bra, bronde brebe, randolas, maso balebe. Speak to me. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us. Speak to us. I am waiting. I am listening. Speak to us. Speak your words of life. Speak to me. Come to hear from you. Today, speak to us. 
more of you, Lord, and less of me. May you be glorified. May you be lifted up in the name of Jesus. May every heart that is here that is in despair be lifted up in the name of Jesus. May every heart that is here that is broken be healed and be mended in the name of Jesus. Through your word and through your spirit, visit us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Also put your hands together for the Holy Spirit. Wonderful, you may be seated in the presence of God. Well, you are welcome to church. Today's service is a special one because it's a service for only the brave. Yeah, if you are not brave, you can't be in today's service. Yeah, but I believe that God is about to speak to us. Amen. In Matthew chapter 5, the Bible says that, and seeing the multitude, he went up the mountain. So the Bible said Jesus came to church. He saw a lot of people. He decided that the venue of the service had been changed there and then. He's now going to do the service on top of the mountain. So he saw the multitude, then he went up the mountain. When he went up the mountain, some of the people said, you know something, you are even lucky we came to church today. You won't stay in the church. You say the church is up the mountain, you are on your own. Some of the people too said, look, I have Amatambo. I can't climb up. It's okay. Some of the people said, look, I'm in a hurry. I can't stay a service. I've already come. We should go to another place. It's okay. I'm going home. But the Bible says in verse 2, and when he was set, when he was set on top of the mountain, his disciples came to him. And he taught, the brave came to him. And he taught them saying, blessed are this, blessed are that. That is the day that Jesus taught the 12 most important keys that brings blessing into a man's life. He taught that blessing to only his disciples, only the brave, only the people who could say, hey, if it's going up the mountain, we are going up the mountain. Yeah. That's the day he taught that revelation. So today, may you leave this place with a revelation in your heart that will make your life different. Somebody say amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, I want to preach to you about the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about the Holy Spirit. Look, I had a dream. Let me share this dream with you quickly. In the dream, we were in the office, and there were two picture frames on the wall. Then one frame fell down, and it crashed. It crashed completely. I mean, it shattered. Okay? Then when it shattered, I was really angry. So I was coming to shout at the person who was cleaning. I didn't know whether she broke it or, I mean, it broke. But just before I could shout at her, I turned my head and I look on the wall. And our frame, the, the, the second frame that was there, we were on the frame and the first frame had fallen down. Yeah. You are secured in the name of Jesus. I said you are secured in the name of Jesus. 
anything that is trying to shake your foundation will not survive. I said anything that is trying to remove you from Christ will not survive. In the name of Jesus, it will not survive. Yeah. God is establishing somebody here. Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your life. Maybe it's the church. But God is establishing somebody. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. And we said that as Christians, we have no problem with Jesus. We have no problem with God. Our main challenge is how to get the best out of the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. John chapter 14, he said, keep my commandments. Verse 16, he says, and I will pray the Father and he will send you another comforter. And this comforter, the world cannot receive him because they, don't, they cannot see him, neither do they know him. So Jesus said, the world cannot benefit from the Holy Spirit because they don't know him. They don't know him. But as Christians, we are supposed to know the Holy Spirit. Verse 7 says, but you know him, even the spirit of truth. You know him. Why? Because he dwelleth in you and shall be with you. Verse 18, said, Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Thank God that Jesus is not leaving us helpless. The word comfortless, or the, the word there means, Jesus will say, I won't leave you helpless. I won't leave you without help or without assistance. But I will come to you. How is Jesus coming to us? He's coming to us through the Holy Spirit to give us the assistance that we need in our Christian life, in our lives. Every, as I am here, my assistance is not a human being. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit, my help. Jesus is expecting me to rely on the Holy Spirit in the same way he's expecting you to rely on the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, I said, this is the, for us to be able to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit, we must know who the Holy Spirit is. And last Sunday, I made an attempt to show you who the Holy Spirit is. And I said, the Holy Spirit is the third person in the Trinity or the Godhead. Hallelujah. In the Trinity or the Godhead. I said, that we have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. I told you that God the Father, he's in heaven. Yeah, we read from Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah said, in the year King Uzziah died, I, Isaiah, I saw the Lord seated on his throne. So God, he's sitting on his throne. And then somebody asks, where is Jesus? Because we want Jesus. And I, say, I showed you from Acts that Jesus is seated at the right hand side of God. So Jesus is also not on this earth. He's also seated with God and they are having interactions. Bible says he ever lived to make intercessions on our behalf. So Jesus is talking to God about us and for us. Hallelujah. Now, where is the Holy Spirit? In Acts chapter 2, the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit came down. Acts chapter 2, Bible says they were all in one place with one accord. And there came a sound of a mighty rushing wind. And it entered into the house that they were sitting. And there appeared upon them clothing tongues as of fire. 
and he sat on each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. That is the day we call the day of Pentecost and that's the day the Holy Spirit whom Jesus sent to us came to us. Ever since he came, he has not gone back. I said ever since the Holy Spirit came, he has not gone back. He has just been here with us. What is he here to do? Jesus said, I will send you another comforter. He's here to help us. He's here to assist us. He's here to strengthen us. He's here to counsel us. He's here to guide us. Last week we saw that. He will guide us into all truth. The job of the Holy Spirit is to make sure that we are never deceived. I said the work of the Holy Spirit is to make sure that we are never deceived. One of the, look, Man's problem has just been deception. I told you, how many of you are here on Tuesday? I think Tuesday I mentioned how, how the devil deceived Eve. If Eve was minding her own business, Eve went into the garden. You know, Adam and Eve, their job was to name all the animals and take care of it. Bible says, Genesis 2.17, Bible says, and the Lord put the man in the garden to dress it and to keep it. So their job was to keep the garden. I'm sure they had met all the animals. Hippopotamus, Eli- Hey, how are you doing? It's good to see you. <laughs> hey, my God. No, not Mininox. The guy after Mininox. He knows himself. You have changed though. Hey, wow. Please give me a high five. Please give me a high five. <laughs> He's getting married soon, right? So, the devil, when Eve met the devil in the garden, the devil was somebody she had never seen before in the garden. Instead of calling 911 or 10-1-1, if you hear something, say something. If you see something, say something. 10 one This advert is sponsored by the police. It's not my special advert. It's sponsored by the police. Do you get it? Yeah, 10 triple one. If you see something, say something. If you hear something, say something. It's 10 triple one. Call 10 triple one. So instead of Eve calling 10 triple one, he went to say, hello, how are you? Then the guy said, oh, I'm well. What's your name? She said, oh, I'm Eve. So, oh, nice. I'm also Devel. Can I have your number, please? Yeah, I'm also Devel. Now, by the time he finished his, her interaction with Devel, she had been deceived. She had been deceived. And, to, and she had led all of us into sin. Yeah, into error. Sin is an error. She had led all of us into error. Yeah. So, one of the advantages of relating with the Holy Spirit is that you will be delivered from going into an error. Yeah, going to an error. I sat down with a guy and his wife. What was the problem? The guy was telling the wife, he has decided to marry a second wife. Yeah, to take another wife. Look, we talked down. Now my tongue was even tired. He said, no. When I was leaving, I told the wife, you have to pray so that God speaks to him. That's, that's your only solution because he's in error. He's in, he's in a deception. And in the deception, no amount, sometimes when people are in error, no amount of talking can take them out. 
Yeah, no amount of talking can take them out. So I said, you have to pray. So that the Holy, so Holy Spirit will visit him and then talk to him. We are, it's been one year. We are still waiting for the second wife. Yeah, we are still waiting for the second wife. God is trying to deliver you from destruction. That comes from deception. And he says, I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. Now, to be able to relate with the Holy Spirit, we must be able to see the Holy Spirit exactly how he is. And today I want to talk to you about the, the, the person of the Holy Spirit. The person of the Holy Spirit. Somebody say amen. amen. Also have a smile on your face. It's just Sunday. The lights are also off. If you don't smile, the church looks dark. Yeah, yellow bones. I think you are doing a good, a good job today. Yeah, yellow bones. Yeah. Because I can only see the candles in the dark. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, many people feel the Holy Spirit is a wind, the Holy Spirit is a fire, the Holy Spirit is a, is a what again? It's a dove. The Holy Spirit is a, what again? Rain. It's a water. Hot water, cold water, but it's a water. Do you get it? Sweet waters, all those things. Now, these are things that the Holy Spirit uses. But they are not the Holy Spirit. For instance, let's say if you always, let's use Alan. Say Alan always wears this shirt. Do you get it? Every day we see Alan, he's wearing this shirt. We will associate this shirt with Alan. If you are walking in town, you see some of this shirt in the shop, you think about Alan. Yeah, oh, that's Alan's shirt. Oh, Alan. Oh. But the shirt is not Alan. Do you, do you get it? The shirt is not Alan. The same way the Holy Spirit comes as a wind. The Holy Spirit comes as a dove. He comes as fire, but he is not fire. He is not power. They are his attributes, but he's, it's, that's not him. The Holy Spirit is a person. Now, who, what, what makes somebody or something a person? Pastor, why are you saying the Holy Spirit is a person? Seeing that we can't see him. We can't touch him. Why are you saying he's a person? Now, there are three main things that makes somebody a person. Number one, your will. Number two, your emotions. And number three, your mind. These are the three things. So that is why when somebody dies, these things leave the person. And when they leave the person, whatever is left, that thing that makes us feel that this is what makes you a human being or a person, we go and throw it away. We just go, if it's the body that makes you a person, then we should have been keeping that body in there. When your grandmother died, we should just put her in her room and be visiting her in the room from time to time. But we go and throw it away. Why? Because the, the, the person, the human being in her has gone out of her. Yeah, has gone out of her. 
That's why even somebody, maybe somebody has an accident, they cut off their arms, cut off their legs. They are, they are still human beings because their will is still there. Their mind is still there. And their emotions are still there. The Holy Spirit has these, these things. A will, a mind, and emotions. And that is what makes the Holy Spirit a person. And once you can see the Holy Spirit as a person, relating with him will become easy for you. Because you see him as a wind, or a cloud, or a fire, something mysterious. That's why we can't relate with him. That's why we cannot relate with him. That is, that is why. You are able to, spy is able to relate to you because I'm a human being. We talk with you, yeah, Charlie, how? When we see we can shake hands, what's up? Yeah, you know. Yeah, men of like passions. Our problems are the same. Our wars are the same. Our victories are the same. Our everything is the same. We talk, we shake hands, we move, you know. If you can also now see the Holy Spirit as a person, now you can start relating with him. Why do we say the Holy Spirit has a will? 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11. Today we don't have the screen, so check it on your device. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If it's not in the Bible, you just leave it out. 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. Verse number 11. The Bible says that, But these things worketh, the one and the self same, which is the one and the self same spirit. Also, so what it is say? These things are being done by the one and the same spirit, dividing severally to every man, as he does what I say, as he does what, as he wills, as he likes. When you have a will, you are able to do what you like. You are able to, I, I, I prefer to eat bread. No, I don't want pap. You can choose. The Holy Spirit has a will. He's able to decide what he wants to do. And the good thing about relating with the Holy Spirit when it comes to his will is that his will is to help us to fulfill the will of God for our lives. Jesus taught us to pray. Say, after this manner, pray ye. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. It's one of the things that the Holy Spirit is trying to help us to fulfill. Trying to help us to walk in his will. Trying to help us to serve God. Trying to do what God wants us to do. He has a will. It's what makes him a human being. What makes him a person. He has a will. Can you imagine you are trying to wrap a girl to marry her and she has no choice whether to say yes or no? I mean, like those type of marriages where it's like the marriage is arranged. It's arranged. So, but even by the time you are two years, you know you are Mrs. Golden Sticks. You just have to grow and leave your father's house and go and become married to Mr. Golden Sticks. So, you don't have a choice. So, whether you love the person or not, nobody knows. You just have to obey, and then you go. I mean, how would you feel if you are a, a guy, and this is your option? So every day you don't know. I wonder how you can even sleep. 
Well, so much can happen in the night. A lot of evil happens in the dark. So if you sleep and you don't wake up, what is the cause? I'm sure it's because of these things. That's why when a spouse dies, the first suspect is the other spouse. Yeah, no matter what killed you, even you travel to America, she was in South Africa and you died. She's still a suspect. <laughs> yeah. But you all prefer somebody that you can ask her, do you love me or you don't love me? Say, oh, I love you very much. Yeah. Then you know that the person has chosen. That's how the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is also able to make a choice. In Acts chapter 13, Bible says that they were praying, the, the, the apostles were praying. Then the Holy Spirit descended there and the Holy Spirit said, separate unto me Paul and Barnabas for the work which I have called them unto. He chose the people to send out. Yes, they were all praying. We are going to do this. But the Holy Spirit himself can say, yes, I know you are about 16, but I think these two are the ones that we should send out. The Holy Spirit came to make a choice. Why is the Holy Spirit a person? Because he has a will. You are a person today, not because you have a body, but because you have a will. Yeah, you have a will. You can choose what to do. I mean, if we're using your body to determine who's, who's a person, then some people will be more persons than others. Yeah, because their body is more. I mean, Leah, dear, you don't stand a chance. As for you, dear, stop, stop. People like Lindo and Gail, they will be more real people. Yeah, you, you will be loading. You and Musa. Where's Musa? Musa, you will be loading, loading. 40 percent. Where's Jody? Hey! You 10 percent. 10 percent. As for Jody, 10 percent. Yeah. Look, choose to be happy. Hey. If you know the pressure I am under and I'm, I still have a smile, you will start smiling. I'm telling you. So, to, 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 to be in a mood is a choice you are making. Yeah, I said it's a choice you are making. It's not the weather. It's not. No, no, no. Look, if you know the type of pressure I'm standing under right now, meanwhile I'm smiling. I'm smiling better than you are smiling. It's a will. I'm using my will. Better use your. Tell your neighbor, come on, use your will. Yeah, use your will. Use your will. Use your will. Or you will be one depressed person. You will be shocked. Yeah, when all is said and done, you will be stuck in a depression. You wait and see. So better come out of it and allow the Holy Spirit to help all of us. Yeah. Yeah, shake it off. Tell your neighbor, shake it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Shake the devil off. In the name of Jesus, shake the devil off. Uh-huh. Okay, wait. The Holy Spirit has a will. Number two. Number two. Which one should we look at? Emotions? Let's look at mind. Mind first. Mind. The Holy Spirit has a mind. When your mind goes off, 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 sometimes even when people are sick, their minds, you, you, when, when they stop, they, they, they can't, they have what we call amnesia until you know that they are on their way. 
Because one faculty is gone. Yeah, one area is going. It's called what? Dementia. Yeah, it's going. Gail is a doctor sometimes. It's going. The Holy Spirit has a what? A mind. Let's, let's read Romans, Romans 8, 27. Romans, I, I, I hope it's Romans 8, 27. What does it say? Anybody who gets there should help us. Romans 8, 27. And he that searcheth the heart knoweth what? The mind. What is the mind of the spirit? He that searcheth the heart. He knows. And somebody will say, oh, pastor, is he not talking about human being spirit? That's why the spirit there is a capital S. Spirit. When you see capital S, it's talking about Holy Spirit. He knows the mind of the spirit. The Holy Spirit has a mind. Yeah. He has a mind. He can. What do you use your mind for? To think. To make analysis. To make decisions. To make good choices. To make good moves. So the Holy Spirit can look. That's why the Holy Spirit is the best helper we can have. We can have because he, he's thinking. He's analyzing things correctly. Yeah. He's analyzing things correctly. He's not analyzing things just based on emotions. I feel like this. I feel like that. I feel like this. I feel like that. So, boom. Some wives, when that time comes of the month. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm telling you. Look, you do something good to them, they are angry. You don't do anything, they are angry. You talk to them, they are angry. You don't talk to them, they are angry. Why? Emotions have taken over. But the Holy Spirit makes analysis. He thinks of the things clearly. What does this mean? What's the meaning of that? What's the implication of this? So based on these facts that are available to us, this is the decision you should make. That's the Holy Spirit. He has a mind. He's not just a buffoon moving there with air. No. No. Things. Has a mind. He that searches the heart, which is our hearts, knows the mind of the Spirit. Is that not so? Yeah. According to the will of God. He has a mind. Has a mind. Mind. Tables don't have minds. Chairs don't have minds. But you see, things that are alive have minds. Number three. Emotions. The Holy Ghost has feelings. I say he has feelings. Every human being has feelings. Bible says Elijah, a man of like passions. It means Elijah had feelings like us. His passions were like, like passions means the same type of passions that you have. That's what Elijah had. So if you ate, Elijah ate. If you wee with Elijah wee with. Yeah, like passions. The Holy Spirit also has feelings. Emotions. Yeah. Emotions. Where should we start from? Those ones are a lot. The Holy Spirit can love. The Holy Spirit can love. Romans 5 5. 
The Bible says that hope maketh not ashamed. For the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. By who? The Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. The love of God. Love. Who has put it in our hearts? The Holy Spirit. Put it into our hearts. The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. By who? The Holy Spirit. He can love. You're not the only person who can fall in love. The Holy Spirit who can fall. May the Holy Spirit fall in love with you. Yeah. Yeah. can fall in love. Say, oh, I like this guy. I like this girl. I like this Christian. I like the way she does her things. I, may the Holy Spirit have those feelings towards you. Yeah. The Holy Spirit can be grieved. He can be grieved. He can be sad. Sometimes when he sees us doing certain things, he becomes depressed. So what are they doing? Don't they know I'm there to help them? He can, he can be depressed. He can be grieved. The Bible says, grieve not the spirit. Grieve not what? You can't grieve the spirit. You can't grieve the spirit. It says, through whom you are all sealed. The seal on us is the seal of the Holy Ghost. It's not the seal of any individual. It's the seal of the Holy Spirit. That's the mark that has been put on us. The seal of the Holy Spirit. And he says, don't grieve him. Don't make him sad. Don't do that. One of the things that I believe we do that make the Holy Spirit sad is when we ignore him. When we just ignore, we don't mind him. We just ignore him. Many Christians have ignored the Holy Spirit. When we ignore him. What does it mean to ignore? It's like the person is there. You don't mind the person. Many ladies or all ladies don't like to be ignored. I've been a pastor for a long time. A lot of the problems that come that we talk about is all going to this one thing. Attention. He, he doesn't mind me anymore. He doesn't. Even, even recently we saw one that was a joke. The lady was saying that nowadays her husband doesn't argue with her anymore. Maybe she's arguing with somebody else. Maybe the husband is arguing with somebody else. So that's her argument partner. And the argument partner has stopped arguing in the house. Where is he arguing? Because he, he, he needs to argue. So if he's not arguing with me, who is he arguing with? <laughs> I think that when we ignore the Holy Spirit, we grieve him. We make him sad. When he's prompting us, don't do this. Don't go there. Don't go with this guy. Don't go with this girl. Don't choose this job. Rather choose this job. Don't do this course. Rather do this course. Don't do that. Then we too, we are there. All my friends. I mean, I went to London because my friends were going to London. Yeah, many years ago. My friends were going to London. My roommates, my best friend, they were all going to London. I said, hey, I'm also going to London. I remember, I remember, Bishop said, Daniel, there's nothing in London. Just let's stay here and do the work of God. He even said, look, let's stay here and do the work of God. We will go to London now. We'll be tired of London. I said, no, 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 no. My friends are going to London. I said, Bishop, why don't you understand? My friends are going to London. Hey! And I followed my friends to London. 
The landing landed me. Then I called Bishop again. I said, Bishop, I don't want to be in London again. <laughs> what you said is right. Look, if you are in, the, in, in an error, may God help you to find the right thing so that you come back on track. It's my prayer for all of us and myself. Yeah. Sometimes we are just doing things because everybody is doing it. Well, the Holy Spirit is trying to say, no, no, no. It's good for this one, but it may not be. You see, Holy Spirit, but it's not, going to London is not a sin. How many of you would like to go to London? I see you going to London. I see you on the streets of London. May you walk in front of the Buckingham Palace and see Big Ben and be on the London Eye. When you are on the Tower Bridge, take a picture and send to us. It will happen practically. Going to London is not a sin. But it, it probably was right for my friends, but it was not right for me. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit through my pastor was telling me, don't go. Don't, look. He, yeah, it's, today is not the right, right place. He had three different meetings with me to convince me not to go to London. I said, no, my friends. Look, I... I, I the first one, it was in the office. The second one, he took me out for lunch because maybe he thought, you know, when you are hungry, you, you, your mind doesn't work well. So let me give this guy some food to eat. His mind will start working well. Still, I said, I'm going to London. Yeah. Little did I know that I was going to destroy my life. Little did I know. So sometimes the Holy Spirit is watching and he's trying to prompt you that this way you are going. Don't go, don't go. And we are also so strong that we are going that way. So there he's, there he's depressed because you are, you are going to make his work useless. He's depressed. So the Bible says, grieve not. What scripture is that? Ephesians 4, what? 4.13. Grieve not the Holy Spirit. You can also shut the Holy Spirit up. And he can feel, ooh. First Thessalonians 5, 9, the Bible says, quench and quench not the Holy Spirit. You can quench him. To quench means to shut him up. It's like somebody's trying to, oh, come on, shut up. Oh, shut up. Shut up your mouth. Sometimes we shut up people by just the look on our faces. So when you make the look, oh, okay, sir. So, sister, so, uh -huh. Oh, sorry, sorry. I was calling your neighbor. Just with their face. Sometimes we've been with just raising of their shoulders. Yeah. 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 Yeah, what are you saying? That's it. The person, the person cannot even say what they are coming to say again. And we take it to the Holy Spirit. We just quench him. Oh, come on, shut up, shut up. Stop, stop, stop. Holy Spirit, stop what you are saying. Do you know life on this earth? Please stop what you are saying. Please, please. Please. Stop what you are saying. But the Holy Spirit has feelings. He can feel. He can laugh. He can do what? He can, he can, be, he can be grieved. He can also be, be, be shut up or quenched. Say, don't talk anymore. Don't talk in my life anymore. Hey, Pastor, but I never said, nobody in their right state of mind will turn to the Holy Spirit and say, don't talk to me anymore. No. 
But our attitude will tell him. When you are talking to somebody, you can tell whether they want you to talk to them or you don't, they don't want you to talk to them. You can tell by their arrogance, sometimes by their attitude, by sometimes they are not interested. And inter- they, they have a nonchalant attitude. It's like they, nothing moves them. Sometimes they have a funny look on their face. But nobody will really, I mean, I mean, look, of course, there are people who are rude, but rarely will you find somebody who will tell you in the face, oh, Gil, don't talk to me. No, but they will have a certain posture. By the posture, you will know. A certain air of what? Arrogance, ne? I didn't say it, you said it, ne? Yeah. So we bring it to the Holy Spirit. Then he also stays in his lane coolly. Coolly. Next one. The Holy Spirit also searches all things. I think I'll finish with this one. He searches things. He looks for things for us. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter number 2. Want to read that famous scripture that we all know in verse number nine? The Bible says, For I has not turn to it so you know that it's, it's from the Bible. For I has not seen, is that not so? Yes. Neither has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. What God has planned for us. The Bible says, I has not seen the plans that God has for you. Nobody has even seen it. What God is planning to do to, for you and with you, I has not seen. Even the ear. When the ear hears it, it will tinkle. What God plans to do with this church, I has not seen. I'm telling you. Ah, my God. I has not seen. I'm telling you. You will look at the church and you will wonder. You will marvel. I'm telling you. Yeah. I has not seen. No. What what does it mean? I has not seen. It means the thing that is going to happen. Even you you have not seen. You you have not seen. It hasn't happened before. In in your life, you have not seen it before. Yeah. If you take all our old pictures, we have not had a picture like that before. That's what it is saying. That if you take our picture last year, Last year, what was what year? Let's even go back one more year. 2017. And you take 2018. And you take 2019. And you take what God is, is planning to do. When you compare it to 2017, 2018, 2019, you will say, What? My God. That's what you will say. That is what you will say. That's what you that's what it means. I has not seen. Neither has ear head, nor has it entered into the heart of this. Nobody has even imagined it. When you take what his God is planning to do for you and with you, when you take your picture 2010, 2015, 2019, and you take that one and you compare, you can't believe. You can't believe it. Spa, you will not believe it. When you look at it, say, Wow. What a shock. Is this me? Is this me? That's the question you will ask yourself. Is this me? Is this me? Is this me? That's the question you will ask. Yeah. That's the question. That's what the eye has not seen. Nobody has seen it. 
Nobody has heard it. It has not entered. Today your marriage looks funny. Look, when God deals with your marriage, when you take the picture of the marriage after God has done what he has done, and you compare it to what it was before, you say, what? What a transformation. Yeah. 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 I, I met a sister not so long ago in the past few years when I was in Jobek. When I was, I was, I was about to leave Jobek. You remember the, the famous ISI that went viral? That's the first time I saw the girl. Yeah. It was 20 what? 2017. Yeah. And I came when? February 27. So I saw her in January. Then she said to me, I, am, I was then in Rambeck. She said, I'm moving to your church in Rambeck. I've gotten a job and I'm moving to Rambeck. I said, wow. I'm waiting for you. By the time she came, I left Rambeck. I was here. By the time 2017 was ending, she had had a wedding. I said she had had a what? How did it happen? She just came to Rambego. She just entered Rambeck, came fresh from one of these branches, Shanguvi or something. Then she came to Rambeck. When she came to Rambeck, two months, three, she came in March. Two months train by June, she told me, this brother says he likes me. I said, hey, really? What happened? What did he see? By, by November, they were having their wedding. Boom. Boom. I has not seen. Neither has ear heard. Or has it entered into the heart of man what God plans for you. I remember when all those power brokers were complaining. When did she come? And we have all been sitting here since 2010 and then she just came in 2017 and then the Lord has moved for her in 2017 and we have been here since and God is not remembering us. How come? God is doing something that I has not seen, neither has ear heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man. He's doing something new. That even you yourself you marvel. I said November, she was married. Yeah. Yeah, she came in March. Yeah, because I, 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 I moved here finally in March. It was my wife's birthday, 28th of March. Then when I'm, so the next Sunday, then she started to come to Rambeck. Yeah, oh no, I don't want to come to this one. I don't want to come to this one. This one there, you all know. Yeah, you all know. This is also a February to December mystery. Yeah. 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 That's why when we make this, if you have any jazz calls, because people will say, oh, but we have always been here. When you are doing praise and worship, we have been dancing. How come that you are didn't, you, you, you didn't choose us? And I has not seen, neither has ear heard, as he entered into the heart of man, what God is doing. God is about to surprise somebody. I said God is about to surprise somebody. Next verse. Next verse. How do we know or how do we access this great blessing that God wants to bring our way? Which I has not seen. Neither. What does he say? The next verse. But God but God has 
has revealed it through what? Through what? His spirit. How does how is God revealing it to us? By his spirit. The person who's supposed to tell you that this great thing is going to happen to you, you have ignored him. How do you know how to get into this great thing? How would you know? Maybe this girl, all she needed to do was to take that job and move to Rambeck. Do you know she has moved from Rambeck right now as I speak to you? It was a smash and grab. In, out. Yeah, oh no, no, we have them. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it was what? A smash and grab. She just came, boom, boom, gone. 2018, she was out of Rambeck with her husband <laughs> to another branch. <laughs> All she needed to do was to take that job. If it, taking that job was not enough, because there are some people who are in Pretoria who come to work in Rambeck, who come and go back. They just come and they go. That decision to move to Rambeck, first one. And there are some people who are in Rambeck who go to church in Pretoria. Centurion, Midrand. So she could have moved to Rambeck for her job and said, Look, you know something? I'm a very serious shepherd in my branch, so I'm going to my branch, which is the, the logical thing to do. But I said, Oh, thank God we have one of our churches here, so I will come there. And maybe even meeting me was very, very, very crucial. Because she, when she met me at, that's when she became my friend. Then later she got there. So I'll come, I'd like to come and be in your branch. Then boom. Maybe all those things God was using to just get her heart to the right place. Then she just came, smashed in, grabbed it. Go. Go. Look, I said, my friends there, they always be, eh, Bishop D, it's not good, it's not good. <laughs> They are listening. Eh? Let them hear. Let them hear. Let, nothing is a lie, so let them hear. Yeah. Yeah. Ne? Yeah. How do we know the things God reveals it to us by His Spirit? By from today, may you not ignore the Holy Spirit again. May you not ignore. When I woke up today, getting ready to come to church, I said, Holy Spirit. Today's service is a special one. I need strength for the service. Then I heard our lights are off. I said, hey, of all the days of the year, is this the day that the light must go off? Do you know that we have never had anything like this before? Even during load shedding, stage 19 load shedding, whichever way they plan the load shedding, we still have power. Yeah. We must buy a generator, actually, to, to just solve this problem once and for all. Yeah, but I said, Holy Spirit, I need strength for this service. Strengthen me, empower me for this service. That's the strength I'm working in right now. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's That's why I can smile. And perhaps you cannot smile. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Church of God, let us see the Holy Spirit exactly as what he is. And let us learn to relate with him. Let us learn. If we don't relate with the Holy Spirit, we do ourselves a great disservice. Let me give you this example. In the, I have 10 seconds. Imagine as you were coming to church, you met somebody on the street. And said, oh, please give me 2,000 rands. A total stranger. Your reaction will be that, ah, who is this lunatic? Do I know you? Who are you? 
You, I don't know, you even ask for five rands. You're asking for 2,000 rands. You must be sick. The man, you will come to church and tell her, I saw a madman in front of uh, the, the robot asking me for 2,000. This guy is very crazy. He up and burn away now. But if you met you, you met Joe, and Joe said, I need 2,000 rands, you will start, you start searching, starting, start, start searching, say, this is 2,000 rands, but in addition to the 2,000 rands, take me as well. Why is it so? Because you know Joe. You have a relationship with Joe. It's the same with the Holy Spirit. When we go to him to ask him to help us with something, some of us are strangers, eh? Who are you? Oh, he said, last time you sent a message, 15 years ago. So, Charlie, you wait. There are other people who, are, who were chatting with me just last night and they are asking for help. They are the people I want to help right now. It's as simple as May you develop your relationship with the Holy Spirit so that the difficulties you have in your Christian life, in your marriage, in your work, in everything that you do, he will reach out and he will help you. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer, please. My God. Lift your hands wherever you are and just pray. Pray right now. Tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, I love you. Holy Spirit, I now know that you are a person. I want to relate with you. I want to be friends with you. I want to be buddies with you. I want to know you. I want to know you. I want to know you. Wherever you are, lift your hands. Just pray right now. Holy Spirit, I want to know you. Holy Spirit, I want to know you. 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 Sweet Spirit of God, I want to know you. I want to know you. The world cannot receive him because they cannot see him. Neither do they know him. But you know him because he dwells in you and he shall be with you. Holy Spirit, we want to relate with you. We want to be friends 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 with you. Holy Spirit, we want to relate with you. We want to relate with you. Help us. Help us. Help us. Help us. Lift your hands everywhere. Let us pray. Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted up. We lift our hands saying, Holy Spirit, we want to know you, want to relate with you, come into our hearts, come into our lives, be a part of our lives. We give you room in our lives, access in our lives, in the name of Jesus. As you search all things, as you search the hearts and you search all things, search us and make intercessions on our behalf. Help us open our eyes, open the eyes of our understanding. To have a real relationship with you. We give you glory. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. This week you will see the Holy Spirit real in your life. Real. Practically. Yeah. Two days ago I had a dream. In the dream. It's like we were, we're having a service. I finished with this one. We're having a service. 
and then we were making like I was on the stage and I was making an altar call for people to give their life to Christ do you get and as I made the altar call as I was making the altar call I just found myself like nobody was coming I found myself at the back trying to encourage people to give their life to Christ and I was struggling with them then I felt something strong hit me from the back I put my arm around one guy here and one guy and the thing hit me from the back and we just with that we just rushed to the front like that boom like that the, 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 the hit was so real that I woke up from my sleep like somebody had hit me in my I, I, I woke up like that I, said, hey. I thought maybe my wife had hit me <sighs> yeah Holy Spirit is then sending help for the work that we are. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. For the work that we are doing. For the work that we are doing. Lift your hands and just thank God for help right now. I believe somebody is receiving help. Help with your business. Help with your business. If you are into business, help is coming your way. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. God is helping your business right now. God is helping your business. There's somebody here. God is helping you with your children. With your children right now. God is opening a door which will be a massive help for your children. Somebody's child is going to get a scholarship right now, right now, right now. Somebody's child is going to, I'm telling you, somebody's child is going to get a mighty scholarship because God is sending help. God for help. Help, help. Help is coming from the, the helper, the mighty comforter. Help is coming right now, right now, right now, right now. with the academic work. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are looking for a job. Receive a job in the name of Jesus. Guess how you are getting a job? In the name of Jesus. for help. Supernatural help. Somebody's receiving help in their health. Right now. Right now. You are always sick on and off, on and off, on and off. Receive supernatural help right now, right now, right now. There's a burning sensation that will come on your back right now. And help is coming your way. Right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your, Lift your hands and thank God everywhere. Just thank you. Thank you. Find your name in all 
presence right now. Yes. For a minute or two, we are closing, but just enjoy his presence right now. Enjoy his presence right now. Thank you. in the name of Jesus we thank you for sending your mighty Holy Spirit to us to help us thank you for help thank you from today help us let our relationship with him be strong be regular let help us to build this relationship help us deliver us from deception deliver us from destruction Deliver us from the plan of the evil one. In the name of Jesus. We bless you. We thank you. Send us help as a church. As a church. Let your help come down to us. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord please. Oh, put your hands together for the Holy Spirit. Wonderful, wonderful. You are here this morning. You say, Pastor, I want, to, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to go to heaven when I die. If Jesus died and shed his blood for me to wash away my sins, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, with every eye closed and every, every head bowed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, every eye closed, please. Sweetheart, close your eyes, please. Close your eyes, please. Good. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand from where you are. I'll pray with you. Just lift up your Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Lift your right hand. Lift it high above your head, please. If you are lifting it up, lift it high above your head. Pastor, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want. If you are lifting your hand, lift, lift your hand high above your head. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. If you lifted up your hand, come to me quickly. I'll pray with you. Come to me. Come to me. My sister over there. Come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Come to me. Come, I'll pray with you. Jesus for dying to save me. Amen. Father, thank you for these ones. Wash them indeed with your blood and fill them with your spirit. Use them to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful. Clap your hands for them, please.
you see our sister and our brother over there they just want to give you something quickly and then you will come back to us all right please clap for them as they go wow why don't you give jesus a mighty clap offering a mighty a mighty mighty clap offering joining us we believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by bishop daniel harley for more information contact us at 204 peter kirchhoff street peter maritzburg or call 083-773-1605 god richly bless you